Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. We're going to talk about one of the biggest mistakes people make when they have plantar fasciitis or heel spurs. Now, the plantar fascia is a connective tissue sheath right underneath the foot. And a lot of times it can become inflamed and you'll feel pain in, mainly in the heel area, but sometimes in the middle area right here. You can have microtrauma going on. You can also have a buildup of uric acid crystals, which I'm going to talk about, or you can even have oxalate crystals uh, from certain things that you're eating uh, that are depositing in the bottom of the foot. Now, sometimes people think that the spur, which usually occurs in the bottom of the heel right here, is causing the pain because on an x-ray, you'll see that it's, um, it's jutting out and it looks like it's sticking right into your tissues. But in reality, this is not causing the pain. There's a lot of people with spurs that don't have the pain and a lot of people who don't have the spurs that have pain. So there's not a direct correlation. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that people make with plantar fasciitis is to actually stretch your calf or foot. Now, why is that a mistake? Because when you're stretching this soft tissue and you have micro tearing, it can actually aggravate the tears. The last thing you wanna do is stretch something that is torn or irritated. Now, at the end of this video, I'm gonna show you the correct way to do it that will give you tremendous relief and you can apply this even with flat feet. So stay tuned for that. So there's something called oxalates and it comes from certain foods, and oxalates can actually form kidney stones, but they can also deposit in your joints and cause arthritis and even pain in the bottom of the foot. And so what you wanna do, you wanna avoid these foods right here, which are high in oxalates. If you're on the keto plan, these are common foods that a lot of people eat. Well, most of them, not counting the, the kiwi. So spinach, almonds, parsley, chocolate, peanuts, and kiwi. You may find that when you eliminate these alone that your pain completely goes away. So one thing to do is to avoid these. There's something else you can do as well. You can actually have a little bit of cheese or calcium while you're eating some of these right here because the calcium will bind with the oxalates in your digestive tract and they won't be absorbed as much into the blood and through the kidney and into the rest of the body. So by adding a little calcium, you can lower the amount of oxalate irritation to your body. Now, what about uric acid? Uric acid, believe it or not, acts like an antioxidant uh, when you do fasting, but it can also lead to gout and arthritis. So here's the simple quick tip about uric acid. One thing you'll notice uh, about uric acid uh, and gout is that if your pH of your urine is too acidic down into five, what happens is the uric acid can actually start leaking out and deposit as a crystal. So the simple thing to do is to alkalize the body a little bit with consuming more vegetables, which I've been recommending, and or taking potassium citrate. And this is a common um, type of potassium that is in electrolytes, but potassium citrate will help to um, alkalize the body, raise the pH a little bit, 
you'll notice that the uric acid stops depositing and you may find that the pain in the bottom of your foot goes away. Sometimes people have a buildup of uric acid because they have kidney issues, in which case they need to decrease the amount of carbs, especially fructose. High levels of fructose can really uh, raise the uric acid. Lemon and lemon juice in general is really great to counter uric acid as well as counter oxalates. You can also take vitamin D. Vitamin D is a really good anti-inflammatory. I would take minimally about 20,000 IUs. And also stinging nettle root is a great anti-inflammatory as well. All right, so now let's show you the correct stretching you need to do for plantar fasciitis. Check it out. This technique can be used on flat feet too. The worst thing you could do is to stretch the calf, okay? Or massage the bottom of the foot. That will never work. That makes it worse because you're going to be tearing things. What we want to do is we want to stretch the opposite. We want to stretch the toes going downward and then relax. Stretch the toes down and relax. What you're doing is you're stretching all the muscles on the top of the foot, the tendons, and the, the shin uh, muscles right here called the anterior tibialis. So we want to stretch all these muscles, not the calf. Very important. So you do this about 10 times. Okay, just stretch it. Stretch it really good, and you can do the other side. We're stretching down this way, okay? I mean, you could do it up to 20 times. 